Hello, this is Kristen, and thank you for listening to the Traveling Psychology Girl podcast, where I will have discussions about decluttering and organizing, not just your closets and cupboards, but your mind. I am a wife, mom, and occasionally like to watch black and white films. I work very hard practicing what I am preaching. So tune in monthly for a crash course through a mindset shift. A few years ago, I was hurt very deeply by a relative, several relatives, but one particular relative really hurt me. And they did something unimaginable to a couple of friends of mine who were like family. And I thought about over the years, some of the other things this particular relative did to me, like borrow money from me, promise that they would give it back. And when I was in dire need, they never gave it back. But when they saw that I was in danger of losing it all, they completely ignored me. And it's just little things like this that this person did to me over the course of years. Never coming to see me or support me at anything that I did outside of doing what this person wanted me to do for them. And as I thought and I've reflected back over it throughout the years, I I literally would get angry. And so when you operate in anger, anger can beget bitterness, bitterness toward a person. And it could be to the point to where you wish harm almost on that person because the anger can get so deeply rooted in you. And one of the things that I had to learn to do with this particular relative and situation is to forgive them for what they did, what they did to others and what they did for me. And I know that some of you are thinking, there is no way that I can forgive whomever has done something to you. Some people even get really angry when you even bring up the word forgiveness because sometimes we feel that people are unworthy of forgiveness, especially when they commit crimes, terrible, terrible, terrible crimes. But Tyler Perry... When he first came out and he was doing a lot of the Medea plays and movies, one of the things that his character Medea would say is forgiveness is not for the other person. Forgiveness is for you. And it was such a profound statement Because once I was really able, and I've never been a person that just really struggled to forgive people, but I had found myself in certain situations where 
I realized that maybe I was struggling a little bit with forgiveness. And that really brought things home for me. Because when I realized that when you don't forgive another person, they are moving on with their life. They are going as life per usual. But for you, you are harboring anger and bitterness and brokenness inside. So much so that it can cause other problems, health problems in your life because you don't let it go. And so I had to learn to forgive this person. And forgiveness, this is another thing that really, really, really hit home for me. Forgiveness does not mean forgetting. And Medea says you need to not forget because if you don't forget it, then you won't let it happen to you again. But I think the biggest takeaway there is, is not so much that you won't let it happen again. Because sometimes things happen. But that you learn from that situation and you are aware that it happened. You are fully aware of everything that took part in that happening. And the things that you allowed even to cause things to happen. And those are the things that you will learn from. And therefore, most likely you won't let them happen to you again because you've learned from them. Not because you made a vow to yourself. Because God doesn't even want us making vows to ourselves. It's better not to make a vow than make a vow and break it. And oftentimes we are flawed and we break vows. We break promises. So he doesn't want you to make a vow to yourself. But he does want you to learn from mistakes and learn from things that happen in certain situations. And with this particular relative... I had to really face the things that I had allowed to happen in my own personal life that I allowed this person to do, that I allowed other people to do to me, that I opened myself up for certain situations. It was not my fault, but that I was open from my own past traumas, my own hurts, my own desires and wantings my strong desires, I had allowed certain things to happen to me because I opened the door. I was an open door. And so learning from those things can help you not walk in the same path. But also being able to forgive releases them back to the Lord. So that the Lord can have the vengeance and that the Lord can take care of the situation the way he sees fit. And to really trust that he knows how to handle the situation. And truly over the years I've seen and have heard about this person suffering for the things that they've done. 
I've been in situations where I've been hurt by people and to see them reap what they've sown. I mean, I can tell you that that there are times I'm like, Lord, please lift the burden off of them because you just don't want to see when you actually start to see them suffer. You don't want them to. But at the end of the day, it is a sowing and reaping. And oftentimes when we sow a seed, we don't really know what that seed's going to look like when it sprouts. When you sow a mustard seed, a tree grows out. It, it, it doesn't look anything like the mustard seed did. And so my pastor preaches on this all the time. If you plant an apple seed and you get an apple tree, well, you can't look at the tree and look at the seed and know that, oh, well, that was, no, it doesn't look anything like the seed. So oftentimes when people are sowing negativity and sowing hurtful deeds, when they start to reap it later on down the line, it comes back full force. Forgiving someone also doesn't mean that you have to be friends with them. And even with family members, it doesn't mean that you have to associate yourself with them. After I learned to forgive several of my family members and even people from my past, I realized, okay, I've gotten through this step of forgiveness. I don't harbor any ill feelings toward them. I don't really care to, to be around them. I don't want to be around them. I don't want to open myself up to more hurt because, you know, my uh, <laughs> one of my mothers would always say, the dog bites you one time is, your, is their fault. The dog bites you a second time is your fault. <laughs> Sometimes we just don't need to cast our pearls among swine. If someone, you know, Maya Angelou said, once said that if someone shows you who they are, believe them. When people show you who they are, believe them. So when you forgive someone, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to go be their friend, that you have to hang out, that you got to go to the park together, that you have to have dinner together, that you even have to go to family dinners together. It just doesn't mean that. And I really have gotten to a place of peace in my life where I just don't have a problem letting certain people go. If they're not nurturing me, if they're not feeding into my life, I don't need to associate with them. And something happens and I need to be there, hey, I'll be there. I love them, I pray for them, but I don't have to have a chit-chat on the phone with them because that's, we're, not just, we're not there. So in order to fully declutter and organize your mind and your spirit, Forgiveness has to be a major part of that. It must be. I want to take you to Luke in the Bible. Luke chapter 6, verse 37. I'm going to read it from the English Standard Version. It says, Judge not, and you will not be judged. Condemn not, and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. That tells me that when we forgive someone, we're not passing judgment on them. And oftentimes when we pass judgment, we pass judgment without knowing all of the facts. 
So for example, let me go back to the relative that really, really hurt me deeply many years ago. I know that that person hurt me the way that that person did because that person had been hurt, right? Hurting people hurt people. And I know that there were things about that person's past that I didn't know about. And some of the things that I found out was very hurtful just me finding out that they had been through that. How could this happen to them as a child? How could this person even be able to function in life with this horrible thing that they went through? But I only knew a little bit. And that was revealed to me. So oftentimes when people hurt us, if we were to go deep, deep, deep back into their life and their childhood, we would really feel sorry for them because we would have a bigger picture of why they are the way that they are. So oftentimes we pass judgment without having all of the information. But most of the time, we're just looking at what they did in that moment. Not knowing that there's way more to the story than that. Don't condemn. You won't be condemned if you don't condemn. Forgive and you will be forgiven. You know, I am not perfect And if I do something to hurt someone, I really want them to forgive me. So the only way that I can receive that forgiveness is it's that reaping and sowing thing. I have to also forgive others. And because I know that I'm going to make mistakes, I definitely don't want God to hold my mistakes against me. So I definitely want him to forgive me. So that means that I have to forgive I have to release it back to him and move on with my life and live my life in peace. And you can't have peace if anger and bitterness is there. Colossians chapter 3 verse 8 through 13 from the easy to read version says, But now put these things out of your life. Anger. Losing your temper, doing or saying things to hurt others, and saying shameful things. Don't lie to each other. You have taken off those old clothes, the person you once were, and the bad things you did then. Now you are wearing a new life, a life that is new every day. How many can witness to that? You are growing in your understanding of the one who made you. You are becoming more and more like him. In this new life, it doesn't matter if you are Greek or Jew, black or white, upper class or lower class, educated, not educated, circumcised or not. That's what all that means. It doesn't matter if you speak a different language or even if you don't speak that language, okay, right? This is basically what this means. Whether you speak English, Spanish, it doesn't matter. Your education, graduate, not a graduate, it doesn't matter. 
It doesn't matter if you are a slave or free. Christ is all that matters. Christ is all that matters. And he is in all of you. Verse 12 says, God has chosen you and made you his holy people. He loves you. So your new life should be like this. Show mercy to others. Be kind, humble, gentle, and patient. Oh gosh, that's a big one. Don't be angry with each other, but forgive each other. If you feel someone has wronged you, forgive them. Forgive others because the Lord forgave you. You have to have a clear mind. And the best way to go into this new year with all of the things that you're going to be doing, all of the things that we'll be talking about, self-care, setting boundaries, all of the things I've talked about, and all of the things I'm going to be talking about throughout the rest of the year, I will be going deep into decluttering your closets, decluttering your sheds, organizing your cupboards and cabinets. I'm going to be dealing with all types of things in your home and office as well as your own personal life. But we cannot really dive in without touching on forgiveness because forgiveness embodies you. It gives you power over all things. Even the smallest of things, it empowers you. You can have a clean house, but your mind and your spirit is completely filthy. And a big part of that reason is because of the difficulty to forgive other people. To release them back to the Lord and really trust that he has the best way of handling things. And I know we want to handle it. We want to fix it. We think that God take too long, first of all, to fix it, right? He take too long to, to, to have vengeance. <laughs> he ain't moving fast enough. He ain't doing it the way we wanted him to do it. He just ain't doing it. So we don't trust him. And then that starts to scar our relationship with him. Because he ain't doing things the way we want him to do it. Let me ask you a question. Who died and made you God? Who died and made you God? Did you create the heavens and the earth? Did you put the moon and the stars in its place? Did you put all of the planets perfectly in their place? Did you create the sun that allows the earth to be in the right position? Not too close, not too far. To rotate on its axis around the sun with the moon in the right place. It's not too close to the earth. It's not too far away from the earth. That there are so many asteroids and meteors in space. 
but for some reason, none of them have destroyed the earth, at least yet. That we're out here seemingly by ourselves with other planets that I often think, what, what, what's on those planets? What, what? We know that there was water once on Mars. What was there before all of this came into existence? Why is Jupiter constantly in a raging storm? But that's not us. That's not us. How do you explain that? So until you are able to be the one who created all of that and keeps everything functioning the way that it is functioning, you do not have the right to play God and to be God and to determine someone's fate. To determine if someone should be forgiven or not. How many times have you fallen and the Lord dealt with you and got you back up? When you made a mistake, did he curse you? Did he utterly destroy you? He did not. But yet we always are ready for someone else to be destroyed. Why? Because they hurt us. And I will say that there are situations on this earth where some things just seem unforgivable. But we have to trust that the Lord will handle them. This is why you put it in God's hands. Because if you handle it, you're going to blow your top. You're going to end up in jail. Because you're handling it. So let's release all of that pressure. Because unforgiveness causes pressure to be on us. Gosh, it's like waking up in the morning with a mountain sitting on top of your face. With the weight on your chest, just weighing you down and holding you down. Let's not live another moment like that. Let's not give the enemy that room to take away our joy, to take away our peace. We don't want to live our life like that. Put that person in God's hands. Gotta handle it. Nobody can handle it like him. He's the best. He will handle it. You don't need to. It's too big for you. It's too much for you to bear. Let it go. So I hope you enjoyed this. And I know that it's probably not what you were looking to hear but I hope that you have gained something from it that can take you and help you with the next place that you are going this year in your life. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Please subscribe and drop me a note.
Thank you for listening to the Traveling Psychology Girl podcast, and I will be with you next time. Hi, this is Kristen, and thank you so much for listening to the Traveling Psychology Girl podcast. Please go over to www.travelingpsychologygirl.com to visit my offers. Also, check me out on Instagram at Traveling Psychology Girl. God bless you, and I will be with you next time.